Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Insight Podcast, giving you a unique insight into the music and ministries of independent Christian artists. Here's your host, Paul Gibbs. Thank you very much. Once again, we uh, bring you the Artist Insight, my friends, and I've got the opportunity and the pleasure of talking to a guy we talked to last year, and so we're kind of updating things. He's got a brand new single, uh, in fact, number one on Cashbox. We're going to talk about that in a moment, but uh, just introduce him here. We're talking to Richard Lynch. Richard, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you for having me. What a pleasure, and I so appreciate it. Oh, very good. We're glad to have you. Now, Richard, tell us again where you are located. (laughs) We live in a little old town called Waynesville, Ohio, within the southwest part of the state, about 30 miles north of Cincinnati, probably 15 or so miles southwest or southeast, excuse me, of Dayton. So that little southwest territory there. Okay. And how's the weather there today? It's absolutely beautiful. Close yeah. to 80. Wow. Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to take that because we're not going to get me any more of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're here, we're here in the middle of October as we record this, and uh, you're right. It's, it's, it's heading in the, in the southerly direction, as it were. Yeah, so I think you said you were out doing some mowing today. Yeah, mowing, cleaning up some leaves. We have a big old uh, event at our barn this coming Saturday night, so we're just kind of, you know, making last-minute cleanups and preparations and making things beautiful for the event we have here. Oh, amen. We'll talk a little bit about that in a a second. Uh, uh, Now, your website, and I want to tell people right off the bat here, richardlynchband.com. That's Lynch, L-Y-N-C-H. So, guys, you can go to that and check that out. And also want to remind you as you're listening that you may be hearing this on our radio station, WNSMDB, Notespire Radio, uh, which we broadcast these interviews on Wednesday. Fridays and Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. But, uh, and if that's the case, we also want you to know that it's out there on a podcast as a podcast as well. So go to your favorite podcast site, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, and type in the word Notespire and you will find it. So, Richard, with all that out of the way, uh, let's talk about the Richard Lynch Band. I mean, because we're now, we're, we're you as the artist, we're talking, but uh, there's also a band that uh, is with you when you are when you do your musical thing, right? Absolutely. I work, I work a five-piece band while myself would be six, and uh, seasoned musicians mm. and um, and the guys that I've been with for many, many years. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm blessed that I get to do what I love to do with a bunch of guys that want to be there and appreciate the music and, and want to continue the tradition of country and, and want to have that real authentic traditional sound. And yet we, we explore and we were, we're not afraid to express our love for the Lord and put it in a good country song. You know, when I was a kid, uh, it, it was pretty mainstream to hear a, a country song that had the Lord mentioned, Lord help me, Jesus, and all all those wonderful songs from that year, from that sure. era. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm I think it's high time we do some more of that myself. <laughs> so you think we we got away from that, didn't we? We did, and I'm, yeah. it's unfortunate because there's a need for it, and I think more so now than ever. Amen. Amen. And you guys are doing that. Uh, let's talk about this number one song, uh, which is Thankful, Grateful, and Blessed. Number one, Cashbox, Christian Country Single. Wow. Um, I'm I'm completely amazed. You know, I, I, 
I, I guess I could just sit down and, and write a song, but it, it really wouldn't, it really wouldn't be from the heart. And when I write a song, I, uh, I like to be inspired by something. And this particular morning that, uh, that inspired that particular song, I was doing what so many people do on a Saturday morning, get up and go through the drive through at McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> and, and I'm getting into pulling in the drive driveway and I'm in the parking lot and I see this bumper sticker mm. in front of me. And I hadn't written a song at that point for three or four months. And I, this guy had, thankful, grateful, and blessed there on his bumper sticker in the back of his rear view window. And I looked at that and I said, okay, Lord, I know what you want me to write. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how awesome. that happened. Awesome. I have not heard that song yet, but we're going to get, we're going to get that on the radio station in our regular rotation here pretty quick. So yeah, we see that all the time and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great phrase and we, uh, I, I hope it doesn't become cliche, but what what why I say that is because what I like about that is you've taken just that 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 phrase that we see everywhere, but now you've taken it a, a step further and you made a song over it about it. I love that. Well, thank you. It's just something that inspired me that particular minute and and that moment, and I'm glad it did because you know not everything inspires us. You know, sometimes I'll hear some amazing comments and it goes right over my head, but then sometimes I just grasp onto something and I'm looking for a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah, amen, <laughs> amen. Uh, do you write most of the songs for the band? I do. I okay. write. Uh, I write or co-write everything on our albums, and um, you know, it's just something that. It's so gratifying. I've I've been in the studio a lot of times and recorded other folks his music, you know, and cover music before, and I enjoy that. But there's nothing more gratifying and fulfilling than to be in the studio and record some of your own music and actually see it come to come to life, and then all ultimately make the charts, and then in this last case, it charted at number one. It's, wow. it's pretty. It's pretty gratifying. That is awesome. That is awesome. Guys, be listening for that. It's called Thankful, Grateful, and Blessed. Uh, just one of many uh, great songs that you have penned, Richard. Uh, I know we've got some here on the uh, on, uh, on Notes by Radio. And one that I, I'll tell you, one I really like, and you can talk about it just a little bit, because I know it's kind of dear to your heart, is Radio Friend. I love that song. I, I, every, oh, well. every time it comes on our station, if I'm listening, or sometimes if I'm doing, uh, you know, the Jessica Music Hour, one of our podcasts each week, I'll put that song on there. Just love it. So tell people a little bit about that one. Well, thank you for asking about that one. That was pretty special to me. And, you know, I've been in the music business for 44 years now, a long, long time. And um, all along the way, I've made some dear friends that's, you know, that's inspired me on the, the disc jockey front. You know, a lot of folks that spin our records and I've been fortunate enough to make some some real good friends over the years. And uh, this song was inspired by an, a disc jockey who had been in the business for many, many years. And um, I knew that he was going to conclude his 50 years of being a disc jockey that particular Saturday morning. And so I'm, I'm listening to his show there at the house, and uh, and it was getting close to the end of his uh, his, his scheduled show, and he uh, he played a song, and it got down to the last song before he played his last song, and he said these words: "I want to thank you, folks, for a wonderful career, and if I don't see you on the air, I'll see you in the air." Mm. 
And I was so moved and captured by just that little line right there that I grabbed my pen and, pa- pen and paper and my guitar and, uh, and I just wrote that song just within, you know, six or seven minutes I had it wrote. Wow. It must have brought tears to your eyes. Absolutely. You know, you know, you, you know, when that inspiration is real and you make that heartfelt connection. Um, and when I, when I say heartfelt, I mean, if it comes from your heart, whether you're a songwriter, it's me, the next person, anybody, you know, if they wrote it from the heart, it's really easy to connect with that song because it's genuine. You yeah. can't fake that. That's for sure. You can't fake that. That, and I, as I listen, I remember hearing that song for the first time. That's just the way I felt, Richard. And uh, share who that uh, that gentleman was. Well, at this point in time, he's passed away. Mr. Okay. Mr. Mr. Chubby Howard was a yep. was a wonderful friend of mine. Actually, was in the Steel Guitar Hall of Fame. Not only was is he a, a musician, I mean, excuse me. Not only was he a um, uh, disc jockey, but he was an incredible established musician. Yeah, and. Um, and, you know, a guy named Gary Kahn uh, was the gentleman that actually said those words that I was listening to. And I made mention of Chubby because he, he had been on that particular station for many, many years. And Chubby's the one that introduced me to Mr. Gary Kahn. And Gary Kahn worked at WSM in Nashville and so many other particular shows around the our radio stations around the country and i was listening to his show at that particular moment and those two was on that for that final day and so having those two on there that day really inspired me wow wow and that is the title of the of the cd as well friends i want you to know that uh, uh it just came out early this year in 2023 radio <laughs> friend is on uh and is am I, am I right now richard that's the you- you're right. Yeah. Okay. Rich, yeah. Radio friend Richard Lynch, uh, picture of his uh, of your smiling face with that nice hat on there with the old radio. <laughs> I love that. And, what, and Richard, what kind of guitar is that? That's a D twenty eight Martin okay. uh, acoustic guitar. Wow. And, uh, I love that guitar. My wife got it for me about ten or twelve years ago, and yeah. uh, I, it's so it, it's so easy to play, and it's. Uh, you know, it's rare. It rarely leaves my hand if I'm out here, <laughs> unless I'm working on a farm. No, I can't use it out here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Right? It wouldn't last long, would it? No, you couldn't. You couldn't drive fence posts with it. No. Okay. No. <laughs> but that's nice. And, and when you put a Martin in your in your hand, you just know you're playing a Martin, don't you? Absolutely, no yeah. question about it. Yeah. What's your uh, before we move on here? What is that? Your I'm thinking maybe your favorite guitar, or do you have, do you play electrics as well? What What's the deal? Well, I, I'm not really a great guitarist. I've, you know, I can play a little bit of everything, but it, it, you know, I've mainly been playing uh, acoustic guitar for the last forty some years, mm-hmm. and um, I've been fortunate enough to have some incredible musicians work with me in the band and write songs with me. And but you know, I, I just, I just stayed focused on my acoustic guitar and uh, pretty much about it. But yeah, there's, there's no question about it. I've got probably eight or ten guitars that that's all around the house or anything. But when I go to grab a song and I, when I have a song in mind and I want to, I want to write that song, I go straight to my Martin because uh, it's just so comfortable. You, you're one of those guys that, uh, your main instrument, your main focus, if we will, forte is your writing and your vocals, right? I, I think so. Yes. Yeah. And then the guitar just kind of supports that. Yeah. Correct. Amen. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, sir. 
Um, you talked about getting the barn ready. So barn believers. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about getting it ready for the cows to come home, are we? No, I don't think We're so. We're <laughs> not. No. We are so blessed and fortunate that we have a beautiful farm in Waynesville. And uh, it's a working full-fledged farm, uh, an opera hay operation. And this year we have a, a lot of soybeans on the farm. And uh, on our farm, we have built um, a beautiful barn, and we turned it into we turned it into a music venue. And in the warm weather, June through November, we uh, we have a once a month show here at our farm. We'll bring a Grand Ole Opry star or a or a well known national act who will also perform with uh, my guys in the band. So it's a wonderful, uh, it's a wonderful evening. We've, we've, we're just so blessed that we have so many friends that's been my, you know, they've been, they've been such an inspiration over my, over my career. And now that I'm, you know, I've been in the music business for a few years now that I'm fortunate enough that I can call my heroes, my friends. And so I get to, I get to brag a little bit and say, well, I get to bring my country music heroes to the barn and perform yeah. it. It's, it's pretty fun. Wow. So, so what's, uh, I think we, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy fortune was there at one time and many others, right? You're exactly right. Jimmy's probably, probably my favorite all time, all time vocalist. There is nobody can sing quite oh, like Jimmy fortune. That, that's for sure. And yeah. yeah, we we had him here at the farm last summer, and uh, he 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 just left the place in a blaze. They they stood up and hollered and carried on. I mean, it was so much fun. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> is that uh, will he be back soon? You think? Well, he... We're 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 putting as of the as of right now, we are putting back a twenty four schedule, 20, a two thousand twenty four schedule, mm -hmm. and we usually lock that in by March of uh, 2024 every march we lock it in so that we can reach out for our our guests and uh, and make sure that we're on their schedule and sometimes if we just reach out to them in too late in the year with their schedule is full yeah so we we try to fill it up by march of the every year and we know we want to have who we want to have here mm, okay okay barn believers i love that dream dream field acres <laughs> sweet <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank yeah, you for mentioning yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 15, uh, your, uh, 15 mile road in Marshall. That would be Marshall, uh, Ohio. Well, that's yeah. another friend of ours. Our place is oh, called keeping yeah, That's a keeping it country farm is what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm it's sorry. in Waynesville. Okay. I'm looking at two different, two different things here. Okay. You're, you're fine. I'm aware of those folks and they do a wonderful, a wonderful job as well. But our place is in Waynesville, Ohio. It's called the keeping it country farm. And we do once a month, June through November, and uh, a Grand Ole Opry star or a national artist will join us that that evening once a month with my band here at the farm. It's so amazing. Okay, got it, got it. So just, just so people, because people were probably totally confused, I and I take responsibility for that. What is <laughs> what is this other one, Barn? Uh, the uh, yeah, okay. You you guys performed at Dreamfield Acres, is that right? Cor correct. Yeah, okay. That is correct. Yes. All right. Okay. There we go. There we go. Well, let's move on before we uh, confuse people any any more. <laughs> How about the Love Tattoo Foundation? I know that was something we talked about before. It's another thing that's uh, near and dear to your heart. Absolutely. You know, I just have such an appreciation and an admiration for our men and women who serve our great country. And as far as I'm concerned, we can't do enough to support them and help them. So um, at the con con conclusion of our shows, 
here at the farm. We uh, will make a donation and, and it will go to um, a area, Southwest area of um, deserving military folks that's done so much for us, you know, and, and the first, the first uh, seven years of our operation, we, we, we hitched our wagon to some deserving folks in Michigan and uh, they had the Wilwin Lodge, and they have since went a different direction. But you know, they still they still help veterans, and they still they're still associated with that. It's just that we haven't our, our path kind of went separate there. But now we've we kind of got our paths associated with some some deserving veterans in our local southwestern Ohio area, and um, it just does my heart good to see somebody um, smile and. And they, they're they're so grateful, and they would never ask for anything. And then, and if we can uh, do something to help those deserving folks, well, I'm all in. Mm, amen. Uh, let me read a little bit from the uh, that page on your website. It says we believe that it's a du- our duty as free Americans to help those who are unable to help themselves, because they sacrificed everything protecting our freedom. The cost of freedom comes in many variables, and we're practicing our efforts the best we know how. Please browse the page to see why it's important to join this cause. And I love this quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, freedom makes a huge requirement of every human being. With freedom comes responsibility for the person who is unwilling to grow up, uh, the person who does not want to carry his own weight. uh, This is a frightening prospect. Amen. 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 Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Great thing you're doing. You're doing there. Should we go way back to when the whole music thing started for you? I'd love to ask people, you know, if it started later in life or, you know, if you uh, had a guitar in your hand before you could really uh, utter any words. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not too far on the ladder, right? Okay, all right. (laughs) Um, I I was born in a a country music household, and by that I mean my, my dad was an incredible singer an incredible guitar player, uh, entertainer, um, worked with people like uh, Bobby Bear and and Glenn Campbell and worked with people like the Osborne brothers and and I can go on and on and on. So, you know, it's it it was pretty uh it was pretty amazing as I look back on my childhood, uh, how fortunate I was that um you know, I got to meet some of those incredible artists at a young age because of my dad. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I, I'll tell you a quick, a quick story how I got bit by the country music bug. I was the ripe old age of eight. And I'll never forget this. And um, my, my dad was playing in Dayton, Ohio, that particular Saturday night with a guy by the name of Porter Wagner. Mm-hmm. Now, here I am, an eight-year-old kid out in the audience with my mother watching my dad perform with this guy that I watch on TV every Saturday. I'm like, and, I, and I'm like, Whoa. wow, my dad must be somebody. Wow, yeah. <laughs> so here I am watching this year and, and unbeknownst to me, I had no idea. He decided to call me up on the stage with him. And so I immediately ran up on the stage and we did an old Buck Owens song. I've got a tiger by the tail. Oh Yeah. Now, imagine an eight-year-old kid playing with his dad in his dad's band at this beautiful concert. Uh, and as you might imagine, the uh, eight-year-old kid got quite the response that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was bit right then and there by oh. the country music bug. Wow. I, I wish that we had a video of that or a home movie of that. <laughs> 
wouldn't that have been something? Wow. Yeah. Porter Wagner. Now, he was uh, instrumental, pardon the pun, in, in uh, with getting Dolly Parton started? Or is it, was it the other way around? I, I forget. No, that's exactly correct. Okay. That's exactly correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Porter Wagner. Is he still around? Is he still with us? No, he's, he's been gone for quite a while now. Okay, and. Yeah. You know, it, every now and then they'll still they'll still air on the, or the network on RFD television that airs a lot of the older country music shows. Yeah, and uh, I think on a Saturday evening you can still pick up his old shows from wow. from uh, the RFD network for, and it's it's really fun to sit for a minute and watch the old shows. Yes, I, I wasn't you know I wasn't aware that they they were the RFD network. Yes, yeah, you have to check that out. Yeah, guys, if you want to do some good old country m- music shows, there we go. The RFD Network. I have to check that out. So then, it, it, that that was the start of it. Then Richard, right? It just uh, it just never. You're like a lot of us. You just can't not do it. You're exactly right. And I, you know, I was um, a few years goes by, and I I meet a young fellow that I'm in high school with, a freshman in high school, and. He knows a few guitar chords, and he's teaching me a few guitar chords. And the next thing you know, we're we're adding a band, a band member from the high school, and we get hired to play a, a wedding reception. And man, we think we're somebody, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and we're off to the races, and like so many races. folks did. Yeah, yeah. So was it always? Uh, and I like to ask people: Was it always just music for you, or was there uh, other other things came along as well? well? I've been I, I've been fortunate to be uh, blessed with the uh, a good a good set of ambition uh, rules in my life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm a farmer. I'm a builder. I'm a musician. Um, uh, we don't sit still too often. Mm. We, we're always we always got things going, and I, I'm so thankful for that. You know, my dad was such a big inspiration on me, and uh, I learned at a young age. You know, whatever you get in life you'll have to give a whole bunch to get there. And I'm, I'm willing to do that. So mm. we work hard and we, we work hard and we struggle to get where we want to be. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Is this farm, uh, the farm that you're on, is that something that you've been in the family right along or is that something you acquired later? I acquired it about 20 years ago. No, okay. I haven't. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a family heirloom or anything. I, I was raised on a farm and then, uh, that was sold. And I was probably a senior in high school. And, and I always told myself there'll be a day when I have my own place and I was instrumental in making that happen. So I'm really proud of that fact. Amen. Amen. So you've been there, been there ever since. Absolutely. Ah, cool, cool. Um, other songs that you'd like to talk about? I'm I'm browsing the website as we're chatting here, and I'm looking at your in the news uh, section here. High above the midnight skies, another one. And uh, yeah, that was that. Then uh, let's see. Uh, current conditions was another one. Anything there you want to talk about? Well, absolutely. Uh, you know, we're our brand is our most brand newest um, release is High Above the Midnight Sky, mm-hmm. and uh, once again, it's a uh, it's a heartfelt song that that um, kind of paints a picture of um, you know ultimately one of these days we're all going to meet the Lord, and uh, there's a, that's what that song really is about. Um, you know, it's um, I, I was fortunate to co-write with a friend of mine in, in Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, we got together one day and he had this idea high above the midnight sky. I said, Jim, I don't think I've ever heard wow. that phrase before. And so we we bounced around some ideas and and we must have had uh, had the good graces of the Lord that day because that song came from it. 
And, uh, you know, once again, I, 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 I'm proud to say that, uh, I, I love the Lord above. He's looked out for me for so many years. He has blessed me beyond belief, beyond what I would ever deserve. And if I can sing a song about him and sing his praises, Hey, I'm going to do that. Amen. Love, love to hear you say that. Like Noki said early on, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, the, the Christian music reflected, uh, country music especially, reflected a lot of Christian values back in the day. And then somehow we just kind of got away from that. The, the world seems to have uh, kind of taken over. But you have uh, you've kept your faith and the Lord in your music. And you're one of the probably the you know lesser percentage of the uh, of artists and bands that do that. Have you felt any? Um, any obstacles as you've tried to do that? And I and I, I know that you've overcome them. You, you've, you've stood your ground because otherwise you wouldn't have these songs out like this. But any obstacles that come across, uh, come across your path? Well, the only really, not really an obstacle, obstacle I would call it is that um, sometimes people look at you like, are you sure you want to release that? I mean, are you sure you really want to put yeah. that out there? And without hesitation, um, I say yes. And, you know, as a kid, I remember a, a song that meant so much to me. A guy named Chris Christopherson had a, had a song that yeah. stands out in my memory yeah. is, you know, why me, Lord? Why me, Lord? What yeah. have I ever done? Yeah. I mean, that song was such a, uh, I mean, that touched me then. And if I hear it now, it still touches me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if I can take a song and it uh, it touches the heart of a youngster or an old person or just anybody in general, I, I feel like I'm a success because, you know, I'm not not everybody. Uh, not everybody should be in the gospel music. And I don't know that I really call myself gospel. I, I call it spiritual, spiritual music. Okay. Uh, it, that's what I call my music. I, I'll let somebody else call it gospel if they want to. But for me, it's a spiritual song. And uh, if I can take that little melody and that, and those three minutes of songs and lyrics and, and touch the heart of somebody and maybe, and then folks connect with the man upstairs. If that's not a success, I don't know what is. Mm, amen. Amen. I think it's about being true to what God is calling each of us to do instead of, as opposed to maybe, yeah, I'll, I'll do this because so-and-so is doing it. Right. Yeah. Or I won't well, do this a... because so-and-so is not doing it. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't belittle, you know, the secular music. There's a lot of good music out there, but, uh, and I, and I write, you know, from the heart, good old country music that, you know, that's, you know, something I, that I was inspired by on a farm or a, as a youth or whatever. And I, I, I love that too. Don't get me wrong. I, I still love that good country music, but you know, there, there's room in today's world for that spiritual music that, that's got that heartfelt, genuine, hey, thank you, Lord, for what you gave me song out there today. Yeah. I, you know, you, as you do that, as you, as you say that, excuse me, and we uh, think back to, uh, we mentioned Jimmy Fortune. I tell you, I have always admired, way back when I first learned about the Statler Brothers, that they combined the gospel music and the secular music in so, so, so well. Wow. They did. And and you knew, you knew 
what they were about. You knew that they, you were going to hear some great gospel music out of those guys. You're going to hear some great secular music out of those guys. And for me, anyway, and from it, it didn't seem like anybody else. Uh, it was it wasn't a problem. You knew what you were going to get from those guys, and that was good. And at the end of their concert, everybody was entertained with a, with a good wholesome show. They didn't have to worry about nonsense out mm-hmm. there. And that, you know, and I, I really, I think that's important probably now more than in it than ever. And, you know, if, if I'm going to be involved with something, I, I'm going to, I'm going to get old one of these days and I'm getting there quick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to look back and say, well, you know what? I'm, I'm thankful that I did that. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me, um, cause there was a time that I was kind of, you know, kicking around the idea of not playing anymore. I, you know, I, you know, music has changed so much and I, I've always loved the traditional country and, and people said, you know, I kind of was kind of thinking, well, maybe, maybe my time has come and gone. Mm. And uh, I ran into a guy that, that changed my mind. And he said these words, um, Richard, what are you going to do when the Lord asks you, what'd you do with that talent I gave you? Whoa. And I said, Mm, I'm not going to quit playing music. That's what I'm not going to do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I thought that was pretty special. That is so, Richard, that is so, uh, it hits home for me. Uh, my partner, Nate Miller here in Notes Player Music, we we talk about that. And, and I'll tell you that for me personally, that... Uh, that really hits home because, you know, you do, you get discouraged, you get, oh, things are changing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, for me, I, I, that question comes into my mind a lot, you know, what's, what's, what am I going to be able to tell the Lord when I get, when I get all done? And uh, am I, am I doing, am I doing what he wants me to do with the gifts he, he's given me? Yeah. Absolutely. So you're, you're, you're picking up what I'm laying down. <laughs> yeah. hey, that's good. I like that one too. <laughs> oh, anyway, or I, you know, I, I taste what you're chewing on or whatever, uh, or smell what you're chewing. I don't know. But anyway, we, we could go on and on. Oh, somebody out there is probably, I got one. I got one. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so when you face, you know, let's, let's go, let's take that a step further and, uh, when we talk about things about like getting older for say, I'm never going to get old. I'm, I'm, I may get older, but I'm not going to get old. I've, de- I've decided that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and, and uh, there was a friend of mine, his name's Ted Brennan. He's a retired pastor, uh, but he still, he's, and he, uh, he writes uh, poems, uh, he writes song lyrics, but he's not a musician. He and I have co-written quite a few songs over the last five, 10 years. And, uh, he wrote a poem once called Life Left to Live. And so I put music to that. And it's what, that's what the title of the song, Life Left to Live. says, you've got a lot of life left to live. You've got a, you've got a lot of love left to give. Uh, you might be feeling down, but you're not done. And the song goes on from there. So what would you tell somebody about, uh, you know, maybe they're feeling, one of our listeners right now is feeling like, ah, you know what, I'm getting older, I'm, I'm tired. I really don't want to do, I can't do what I used to do. I can't, I can't lift my speaker, you know, heavy speakers up on the stands anymore. I can't lug around that Fender Super Reverb, uh, you know things like that. Uh, and any advice to you know how do how do we handle that? Well, you know, first of all, I'm glad that you wrote that song with your friend right there because that will inspire people from now on. Mm-hmm. But the, the advice that I give to people is 
you know, surround yourself with people that believe in you. Surround yourself with people that want to see you succeed. Um, life's too short to be around negative people. You're, you'll get that. Uh, and, and and if you believe and you want to do something, don't let a sore back or a stiff leg or whatever stop you. Get out there, you know, feel your way through it and 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 enjoy your life because ultimately, you know, we're only on this good old earth for so many days. And if and if we can touch some people, you know, we, we have may or may not have met our best friend in life yet. And maybe that little that evening out playing, performing music somewhere, you might ultimately meet that friend that ultimately helps you write another song or puts a chapter in your life to where we're still doing what we love to do and we're sending something even beyond our lifetime. You know, we get in a, a recording studio and, and put these songs down. They're, they're there forever. And uh, we, we don't want to miss an opportunity to be inspired by something that's going to touch people from maybe for generations to come. Mm, good words. Good words. Yeah. So, uh, may, and make sure, make sure that we're, uh, we're doing what God wants us to do. And if he's telling, he's saying to keep doing, and I think maybe uh, we should remember that he'll make a way. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it might change. Maybe, maybe the way we used to do it isn't the same as, we we can't do it that way anymore. Do you right. find yourself? I, I've talked to I talked to somebody the other day about uh, they find themselves singing uh, in a lot of smaller churches these days than they used to. What do you find yourself uh, doing? Oh, you, of course, you've got a you've got the band, so maybe that's not the case for you. This was a this was a a, a couple actually that was uh, that does that. And they find themselves finding uh, singing in a little, you know, they might be only be five, 10, 20 people in that congregation, but they're the ones that need to be ministered to. They love having this couple come and sing. Well, I, I am so glad you said that. I, I know some people that that really enjoy doing that there. At this point in time, I have not been fortunate enough to hitch my wagon with uh, the, a lot of the churches. I, I, I play a couple. And I enjoy every moment of it. Sure. Um, but you know, there's there there is folks that ultimately that's what they want to do. And and if the Lord touches them and says that's what they should do, they should ultimately do that because you know sometimes we find ourselves you know kicking ourselves like I'm not sure Lord if I should do that. Well, hey. If he's telling you, go do it, man. <laughs> go do it. Go do it. You know, we're we're only here for so many so many days, yeah. and and you know, connect with people, make that connection. I I really feel strong about getting out there, and you know, some sometimes you know, I get a little sinus thing every now and then. I get kind of conscious of the of the flat note or whatnot or whatnot. Right. But I find a lot of folks in a in a church environment are pretty forgiving. They're there for their message. You know right. what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right, right. And uh how do you find your ministry going um shall I say uh, you know past past the beyond the music like if, if for this for these uh, two I was talking to it's like when the the service is over uh, you know, in, in the small churches, well, what's the next thing that we do when the service is over? Well, we eat and <laughs> we go have coffee. I do that well. <laughs> and, yeah. So do you find uh, similar situations where like, you know, the, 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 the show is over, the con I hate to say show, but you know, it's over. And then uh, chances that you get to opportunities to, to mingle with the people and talk to the people that have been there and, 
things like that? I do. Yeah. You know, um, there's a place that comes to mind that really speaks, that really stands out to me. It's a, every Tuesday night, they have a, a little place called the Cowboy Church. And it's in an actual horse barn. Mm-hmm. And back half of it, they've converted into a beautiful sanctuary. And they have incredible musicians playing, singing. And the, the pastor is... I mean, he's just one of us. He's just an old farm boy that that loves the Lord, and he he's not afraid to, you know, to shake that, to say that, and shake people's hand, and to, yeah, and, and and you know, he'll he'll just he'll preach his message, and it might be five minutes, or it might be twenty five minutes, but he focuses on those wonderful musicians and singers, and he'll let the music kind of resonate in that barn. And it's a one of a kind thing for me because when I'm there, um, I, you know, it's so comfortable. I, I come from an agricultural community anyhow. And to be in and around that and those like-minded people that love that way of life and, and love the Lord, it, it's for me, it's a really special um, evening. And I, I, there's nothing better when we get through playing and performing than to talk with people about, Hey, their hay crop or, yeah. you know, how good that's how, how, how good your soybeans are doing that year or, yeah. you know, or, or a, a sweet lady that's, that just canned up 25 quarts of string beans and green mm. beans. There is nothing better than having that conversation, that real conversation with those real honest to good people, honest to goodness people. And they're, they're not there to be, um, you, you know, to be anything other than, then have a conversation with you and to share their love with the man upstairs. Yeah. And, and they, and they just love it when you take the time to talk with them about that. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of a story about the guy that, uh, you just, or the lady that kept going, uh, she, you know, had to get the, uh, she could have gotten something. Oh, prescriptions. Yeah. Get her prescriptions by mail from the pharmacy. But she prefers to go in because the the pharmacist will you know ask her how she's doing that day and how's her how's the arthritis and things like that. Get to meet people, talk to people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, and and from conversations, opportunities come. Things that you would not necessarily have ever thought of, hmm. and that's happened to me many times. You know, I've I've been in a situation where. And just having a conversation and someone says, well, well, you got some hay. Well, my neighbor needs a load of hay. And, and <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just yeah. amazing how, how good conversation, wonderful things come from that. Absolutely. That was a great apple pie. Can I get the recipe? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I never met an apple pie I didn't like. Anyway. <laughs> Me and you both. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, hey, this has been fun, Richard. I appreciate Appreciate uh, appreciate your time. Let's uh, why don't you share whatever you'd like to share about how people can, uh, you know, what you want people to know about how to get a hold of you, etc. Well, the best way to get a hold of me is go to Richard Lynch Band. That's L Y N C H Richard Lynch Band.com. And you can see all the, the different places we're playing and all the scheduling and the merchandise and then music and just probably learn more than you ever want to know about me, but yeah. you'll find it out right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. On Facebook and Instagram, all that stuff too, you said. Absolutely. Okay. And friends, if you happen to be uh, anywhere near Waynesville, Ohio, please, uh, you know, go and visit, especially, uh, especially the, uh, the barn. 
Yeah, absolutely. We've been blessed yeah. enough to we're going to be on several shows this fall in Shreveport, Louisiana, and Nashville, Tennessee, and just all on all kinds of places. Oh, so great. go on our website, richardlynchband.com, and we'd love to shake your hand, hug your neck, and get to know you. Amen. You've you've got Bobby Tomberlin and Tess Frizzell coming up on uh, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. Oh, this is awesome. And then November eleventh, uh, I'm 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 talking about this because people might be hearing this in time uh not for maybe not for not of course not for this saturday but richard lynch and friends on november 11th at 7 p.m awesome. yeah so that's some, that's something that we do once a year we'll just bring up all my friends that i've uh and i've been fortunate enough to meet you know independent artists that are yeah. not necessarily getting a lot of radio time and we'll share the stage with six or eight of our very talented friends and have what a wonderful evening that'll be i bet it will i bet it will well richard thank you so much for sharing with us uh friends don't forget now you may be again you may be hearing this on notes by our radio and if that's the case you can hear this interview on your favorite podcast site just search the word notes Buyer, and you will find it and please do visit richard lynch's website at richardlynchband.com richard god bless you and, thank you uh, sir right back at you okay we'll do this again sometime Thanks again now. All right. You take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Notespire Radio Artist Insight. We hope you've enjoyed the program today. And join us next time when we again bring you a unique look into the lives, music, and ministries of Christian artists. Here on Notespire Radio Artist Insight.